It's time for your local weekly analysis, Slow County Public Policy and the Law, with your host, Stu Jenkins. The Union Forever, hurrah, boys, hurrah. Down with the traitor, up with the star. While we rally around the flag, boys, rally once again. Shouting the battle cry of freedom. Welcome to Slow County Public Policy and the Law, only on KNews 98.5 with studios in San Luis Obispo and broadcasting from a very tall tower in the great megalopolis of Santa Margarita. To all of San Luis Obispo County, northern Santa Barbara County, and southern Monterey County, I'm your host, Stu Jenkins. As a lawyer, I've helped people protect their families and real estate with their estate plans. Since 1978, I have tried slow county court cases, more than I can count, that have, some of them have struck down unconstitutional election laws, city ordinances criminalizing homelessness, and the Bureau of Cannabis Control's authorization of cannabis billboards on Highway 101. It has been my privilege to repeatedly serve as Superior Court Special Master. I bring you officials, lawyers, and organizations shaping or fulfilling public policy and the law here in Slow County, right here at Slow County Public Policy and the Law. Last week, I spoke with a local certified specialist in immigration and naturalization law, Los Osos attorney James Wolfe. Besides focusing on the failures of our immigration system, Mr. Wolfe talked about ways that businesses can import skilled workers to fill open positions. Then, I had the privilege of talking with Mr. Andrew Russell of Carmel and Nakasha about a sea change in business liabilities decided the last week of the U.S. Supreme Court's last term. If you missed these important policy perspectives, log into the podcast of last week's interviews at knews985.com. Today, we have two important voices weaving policies and making sure that we fulfill our duties to our neighbors. In my second hour, I am pleased to be bringing back veterans, San Luis Obispo City Councilwoman Andy Pease. Councilwoman Pease is probably the most articulate and knowledgeable individual on the San Luis Obispo City Council. And last time she was here, explaining the city's transportation, parking, water recycling, and another proposed sales tax increase. Well, we just didn't have time to learn about the city's focus on transitioning government businesses, manufacturing, and homes to green electrical energy and off fossil fuel. But in this hour, we have a real treat talking with folks who help people through hours and hours of service and miles and miles of volunteer service. I'm pleased to speak with Gail Weiss, president of the Five Cities Meals on Wheels and director Kathy Bear. Um, so, welcome to the show. Thank Gail, you, Stu. Kathy. We're pleased to be here. Well, I'm glad to have you. I, uh, I, I did take a look at the website for 
Five Cities Meals on Wheels. Can you tell people how to access that if they get interested after they hear this stirring program? Sure. Um, Stu, they can, they can contact us directly by phone by calling 805-773-2053, or they can also send us an email at our email address, which is... Five Cities M-O-W-P-B at gmail.com. And I bet the five is a number five. Right. Not spelled out. Right. And and there's no gap in there. There's no periods. Can you say that again, uh, Kathy? So it's the number five and then cities, C-I-T-I-E-S, M-O-W-P-B at gmail.com. And M-O-W obviously stands for Meals on Wheels, folks. Mm -hmm. Um, What kind of services does uh, Meals on Wheels provide? Well, Stu, we provide um, a hot meal five days a week to those uh, that are homebound, our our neighbors that are in need help uh, with a daily meal, getting their uh, nutritional meals in order to stay home and stay in their home environment. So... um, Five days a week, we prepare fresh meals, um, and it's right out of the our kitchen, which is at the VA the VA um, hall in Pismo Beach. Well, Gail, now the, the VA hall has a commercial kitchen in it. Yes, they do. And how do you prepare that? Do you have volunteers, or do you have <laughs> uh, a catering company that comes in? No, we have um, five of our employees at Five Cities Meals on Wheels, and so we have a chef. Carlos, and then um, several other kitchen help, and then Kathy is our director. And so we have about 100 clients in the five cities area that we service, and um, he comes in at 5 o'clock every morning and prepares a nice hot meal, and it's very nutritious, and we're really proud of our food. It's really good food, and um, we have about... 14 volunteer drivers that come in every day and give of their time and gas and of their um, they use their own cars and they come in and we have five di- four different routes now. so these volunteers are donating not only their vehicle they're they're paying for their own gas yes uh, the, the the organization's not doing that and there there's uh, you have a hundred clients that receive these meals, and mm-hmm. there's and there's only fourteen people to deliver them. Mm-hmm. So how how far do they have to drive? I mean, how what's the region that I know you said the five cities, but when I was a boy, the five cities was <laughs> smaller than it is now. Yeah, right. It and it keeps growing. It seems like because we have clients that are all the way out in the Wasna area, mm-hmm. and then um, all throughout. A Royal Grande area going up into um, Corbett Canyon and out that way, and then um, all the way to Avila Beach. So all the area in between, and we're even out um, as far as you know Los Barros in a Royal Grande. So we're out near Napomo cutoff. Napomo almost. Yeah. Now, is there a Meals on Wheels that serves Napomo, for instance? No, there isn't. We don't go into that area because they have a strong senior center, uh-huh. and they deliver meals from the senior center, or the clients out there go to the senior center for okay. their meals. So okay. in order not to step on their toes, we don't go out that far. All but. right. 
There yeah. used to be one, um, a Meals on Wheels in San Luis, that covered all of San Luis and up into, um, you know, the over-the-grade area. But they unfortunately went out of business last year. Really? They cooked out of French Hospital, but they could not get the volunteers to drive and deliver the meals. So they had to um, close their doors. Is there uh, any effort to try to reestablish a, a Meals on Wheels in the city of San Luis Obispo? Right now, they're being serviced um, strictly by Meals That Connect, which is another organization that takes care of only seniors. So um, they are serviced strictly by the Meals That Connect. So I don't know if there uh, is another one. I mean, Meals on Wheels is an international organization if you're part of, um, there is a Meals on Wheels America, and so a lot of them are government-funded. We at Five Cities Meals on Wheels are not. We are an individual, and so we rely strictly on the community donating to us and contributing, and our clients that do contribute some. And um, we do that because we're so small, um, and we don't get government funding because if you get government funding, then you have to abide by all of the government rules and regulations. And we're not big enough to do that. We don't. Um, You'd need more employees to be able to do the accounting and the reporting. Right. And uh, and that's always a big challenge. I, uh, You know, when I was president of the Point San Luis Lighthouse Keepers, we had to uh, do the government accounting, and that was a significant challenge. We were pleased to have the funds and the uh, uh, resources to be able to do that. What, how, how big, uh, what kind of uh, donations would Five Cities Meals on Wheels need to be able to expand into that level of service? We would need a lot bigger facility even than what we have now. Um, we're pretty maxed out as far as um, even if we do get um, super large donations, we don't, we don't have a kitchen big enough to supply that many people. So, you know, we're at 100 clients, we're about maxed out for our facility. Are you? Okay. And that's why... Um, the San Luis organization um, cooked out of French hospital, and so the meals were prepared by French hospital, and so that made a huge difference, and they could cover a lot bigger territory. And so if there was a uh, restaurant uh, owner listening or, uh, <laughs> you know, a, a South County hospital with a big kitchen listening, um, and they wanted to be able to contribute to Meals on Wheels in the five cities growing, their ability to serve people, how would they get a hold of you? Well, here again, they could call our, <laughs> they could call our office at 805-773-2053 if they wanted to make a big donation or if they wanted to um, even talk about um, them going back. You know, like I said, I, I can't imagine... It's hard enough these days getting the volunteers mm -hmm. and getting the employees. I mean, we could definitely use, if anybody is out there listening that loves to cook, 
and wants to come in and join our staff, it's a wonderful place to work. It's very re rewarding, and um, we do need an assistant chef and someone that could take over for Carlos when he goes on vacation and cook for these 100 clients. I mean, we could use it, and we need um, other kitchen help. So if there's somebody out there that would like to come in and work in the kitchen and and um, we make up these bags that go along with the meal that that um, contain a dessert a salad bread and butter and a juice or a, or milk and and those bags all get put into an igloo for the drivers and we need kitchen help to come out and and that would be well a full-time position for us is only um, from six in the morning till noon at the latest so, so. Uh, kathy now you're uh, you're the director are you directing in the kitchen uh the preparation of these meals uh or the organization of the employees preparing them or are you working on the volunteers i'm more working on the volunteers um our chef is so great and has it all together he doesn't really need much from me okay and and, of course, uh, if anybody's listening and they want to contribute their time to helping prepare these meals, and, and, and I take it these are paid positions. Yes. Um, they just need to be an early riser with some talent. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Somebody that wants to give back to the community. I mean, sure. you're, you're mm -hmm. not going to get rich working for us, but it's a lot of fun and it's very rewarding. I mean, you get rich in, in the fulfillment part of it, but just not in the monetary part. <laughs> well, now, if there's somebody listening on uh, uh, this show on a Saturday morning and they really, you know, they're not getting a hot meal every day and they really need it and they live in Arroyo Grande, Grover Beach, uh, Oceano, uh, any of the five cities, um, can they contact Five Cities Meals on Wheels and become one of your clients? Yes, they can. Um, the only stipulation for us at Five Cities Meals on Wheels is that they be homebound or mm -hmm. that they have difficulty preparing a meal. They don't have to be, you know, like just in bed or something, but we ask that they be where they can't cook for themselves or, or getting a meal. Or they can't drive, so, mm -hmm, that kind of thing. Something like that. So we have, the majority of ours are the elderly, um, 80 or above, and um, but we also have the short-term client that's gotten, um, they're recovering from surgery, they've sure. had an accident, um, hip they, replacement, mm -hmm. something like that. So some of them are just acute, um, they're just short-term. So, um, you know, we've got both, the chronic and the short-term. So, Well, folks, you are listening to a good discussion with Gail Weiss, president of Five Cities Meals on Wheels, and director Kathy Bear, who uh, makes sure all the volunteers are recruited and getting out on time to get those meals to homebound people. Um, the, the, if somebody needed to contact you in order to maybe get a homebound relative uh, services, what phone number would they call? 805-773-2053. And if they're real internet savvy, what email would they uh, contact you on? Our email is 5 cities 
M-O-W-P-B at gmail.com. And that's the number five. The number five. And there's no space between five and cities, is there? No, there is not. Okay. Um, And you know, Stu, we get that a lot. Um, We get people from out of the area that call because they live out of the area, but they have a parent or um, a neighbor that lives here and needs and needs the nutrition. So, so somebody a, from San Luis may end up calling you, and are you able to refer them to somebody who can uh, help them meet those needs? Yeah. I mean, if they're living in San Luis and the client is in San Luis, um, yeah, we can refer them to Meals That Connect. But, but if, if, their, uh, if their relative is in, say, Pismo Beach... Yes, then they call us, and, okay. and they set it up with Kathy, and Kathy's really good about taking in the, all the information that we need. And Now, where are your offices? They're in, the, <laughs> they're in the Vets Hall also. They're at 780 Billows in uh, Pismo Beach, so they're behind the Vets Hall. So the, the, that's by the old uh, city council hall. Down the street. Down the street? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, now you, uh, you said you get donations. Where, where do you get your donations from in general? Well, we ask that people contribute if they can. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of a sliding scale. Um, it costs us about $150 a month to... Um, make the meals and then deliver them and so that's a meal every day Mm -hmm. that's actually quite reasonable it's over 20 meals a month okay so um we ask the clients to contribute if they can and most of them want to they want to give back something Mm -hmm. and so and if they can't like i said that's a sliding scale and very adjustable so we don't ever turn anyone away for a lack of funds gail are are there other organizations that contribute uh, so that you can have the funds to uh, fulfill this need yes we live in such a generous community and um we get regular donations from a lot of the community, and we can always use more. But, <laughs> you know, the Rotary Club, the Men's Club, um, McDonald's, um, uh, uh, Miners Hardware Store, um, we get donations from all of them. And so they're very generous. We're very lucky. And some of these donations, are they... Uh, uh Besides cash, do you get donations of uh, food or supplies or cooking equipment? Yes, we like do. That? We get we get donations from the food bank, of course, and um, there are the local grocery no- stores, Panera, Food for Less, and Aldi's and Vaughn's and Trader Joe's. All of them are um, very generous and give to give to us so if you're thinking about where to go shopping folks you want to <laughs> consider that list yes uh, the uh well i'm going to take a little break here we're having a good discussion with gail weiss president of the five cities meals on wheels and five cities meals on wheels director kathy bear and i want to talk a little bit about some of the other things that have come up here at uh, slow county public policy and the law Um, We had Senator John Laird appear on Slow County Public Policy and the Law, 
and he was focused on the bills in the state legislature that shape how offshore wind turbines and supporting harbor, fac harbor facilities may come to San Luis Obispo County. One of those bills is uh, Don Addis's Assembly Bill 80, uh, which creates an offshore wind energy entity. Uh, and if you want to know how that is coming along, it is scheduled for a committee hearing in the State Senate's Appropriation Committee on August 14th at 10 a.m. You can find the link to the State Senate and to Don Addis' office on Slow County Public Policy and the Law's webpage at knews985.com. If you want to actually participate in that hearing or at least watch it, you can simply log into it through the State Senate's website. Uh, on April 8th, this is something coming up, uh, believe it or not, even though I'm referring to April 8th. We had Dan Dow here talking about uh, the Clean Slate program, which helps people who have completed probation and parole expunge their criminal records to make it easier for them to secure a job. This July 28th, which is, you know, just a week away, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., at the San Luis Obispo County Law Library at 1050 Monterey Street, San Luis Obispo, they're going to have that program. People can drop in or they can call to make a reservation at the number of 805-902-2752. If one of our listeners has a relative who would benefit from this service, give them the information. Next week... Be sure to tune in Saturday, July 27th at 10 a.m. to hear Congressman Carbajal talk with me about his work for you in the House of Representatives this session. And to listen to local attorney Saro Rizzo talk about the special laws that apply to hold homeowners associations to the standards of open and democratic government. Um, if you have a homeowners association you're in, you're going to want to listen to that program. If you'd like to hear from an office holder, lawyer, or activist here at Slow County Public Policy and the Law, you can email me at stu, that's spelled S-T-E-W, dot Jenkins at dimescentralcoast.com. And, of course, you can hear the podcast of this show and prior shows at knews985.com. Well, let's, let's get back to talking about Meals on Wheels. How would somebody contact you? <laughs> they would call us, Stu, um, at 805-773-2053. And we'll be right back after this news break. <laughs> 